Welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Brett Steele, and I'm here as always with Jonathan Detroit Haynes. That's first place, Jonathan Detroit Haynes, to you, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Also joining us and going to give us our agenda for the day, Phil Ruxy. Thanks, Brett. Uh, yeah, as always, we're going to go over the results from the previous week in our fantasy league. Uh, then we're going to do a segment called For Real or Fake News. Um, we're going to discuss teams that are playing pretty well so far early in the season. And we're going to discuss, decide whether we think they are real contenders or they are fake contenders. Um, and of course, we're going to give our predictions for week five, the upcoming week. Um, but all right, Brett, let's get started with the week four results. We start in Kanawha County, where the Marmot Midnight Riders take on the Kanawha County Kings. It's Andre Eckler's possible farewell tour, and he goes out swinging with 29.5 points. We'll see what happens as Melvin Gordon works his way back into the fold. McCaffrey had a big day for the Kanawha County Kings with 35 points. Rudolph finds a Kings victory in the Embarrassment Bowl on Monday Night Football, one check down at a time. The Kings win 197-175. to Headed to the Cross Vegas Gamblers where the commish comes to town. Cooper Cup has his second big week in a row, scoring 27 points. Devondre Campbell leads all scorers with 28. Adam Thielen's struggles continue. I'm hearing that fingers are being pointed in the gambler's locker room after the game, and we have our first low-score eliminator stat correction watch. Currently, it's Nick at 184.2, scoring the least amount this week. Gunslingers win 232.6 to again 184.2. To Poca we go now, where the Dogtown Dobermans come in as heavy underdogs. Connor and Rogers lead the way with 27, 26 points apiece. Kyle Allen comes back down to earth. Brady struggles, leaving some of his some of the pharmacist fans in the crowd highly upset. Brady sucks. Both Allen and Brady combined for six points. The defense gets it done for Dogtown, scoring over 125 points. This was the upset of the week. Dobermans win big, 248-186. to Now over to Putnam, where the Mountain Mamas host the Charleston Methadones. Fournette and Landry lead the way for the Methadones, combining for 51 points. D. Williams for the Chiefs fills in nicely for the Mamas with 18 points, but it's still not enough. Not even the QB errors by Charleston starting Keenum with zero points over Winston. Doesn't even cost Charleston. Methadones win easily 220 to 184.4. Now to Nitro where they host the Roxalana Renegades. The wide receivers show off in Nitro. Godwin and Adams combine for 71 points. Marietta with a rare good game, 26 points. Wonder who on earth, what terrible defense he could have been playing. (laughs) Stafford and Galladay show up for Roxalana, even though 
the Renegades finish week f- with the fourth place in points. It's still not enough. Neanderthals win 257 to 237. And now <laughs> we are going to move to a special guest announcer. Jonathan Detroit Haynes is going to go over our That's game right. of the week. That's right, ladies and folks. This is Jonathan, first place Detroit Haynes. I was in the game of the week against Big Mouth Brett and his Montrose Mega Powers. This was a total domination. This started on Thursday with Aaron Jones's big game and was over before 4 o'clock on Sunday. Nick Chubb ran all over the Mega Powers. This game was so bad, I didn't even need Mitchell Trubisky, who got hurt and got me like 0.4 points. I was starting to feel a little bit sad for Brett and his team, but... Nah, it's Brett. Nobody feels sorry for Brett. But, uh, Brett, it was awesome. Thanks for the uh, build-up last week by talking all that trash. And uh, is there anything you'd like to add? No. I'd like to just... It doesn't matter what you think! (laughs) That's right. It doesn't matter what you think, because I kicked your KD ass. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, I've never had such a hard time staying quiet in my life. Um, that is it. That's our week three. Our week four wrap-up. Woo! Wrap-up there. Um, historic victory for the River Rats. It's their first victory in four years and five meetups. So when Why are you, you talking about the out, past? We're talking about now. When I dish it out, I had to be able to... Take it, and the Montrose Mega Powers took it on the chin this week. Um, real quick, going over our records, we also took it as, on the chin as pickers of games. Um, Phil went three and three. Uh, me and Detroit both went two and four. Um, the podcast as a group went one and two in consensus picks um, on the season. That brings Detroit to sixteen and eight. Uh, me to 15 and 9. Phil creeping up on us now at 13 and 11. So, gentlemen, what other, uh, while well, I collect myself here, what other thoughts do you have for week um, week four? Go ahead, Phil. Um, really, I'm just pretty excited about the uh, somewhat of an upset win I got this week. Um, kind of puts me one game out of first place. Um, so, pretty excited about the week coming up. Yeah, I, um, the thing that impressed me the most. Well, it really didn't impress me, but was uh, Tim getting the win when he uh, was scoring lower than the Feldoza line? I mean, that's pretty big, and he's three and one now. So, or is he three? Yeah, he's three and one. Yeah, so. he's three and one. That game last night was so ugly. Yeah, it was I could terrible. not stand Rudolph just chucking it to the running back, chucking it to the running back over and over and over again. Um, yeah, I thought that uh, a little bit scary stuff for LJ, um, Kyle Allen. I mean, that first week was against the Cardinals. This week he played a real team with a real defense and did not uh, did not look good. So we'll see. I, I, I thought for a second there we were going to be fine with Cam being out. Uh, we might need to get him back sooner rather than later. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's not seeing the field. Yeah, just give him a shot. Why not? Uh, just Looking like Geno out. Smith, right, Phil? <laughs> Poor Geno. He's, he was never good. I was just messing around. Yeah, okay. I feel bad, uh, Eric. You know, he has the, the Lions 
Uh, Stafford and Galladay combined for 50, 51 points, basically. And he, he still comes up short. It, that's the worst type of fantasy loss. Um, not to try to go glass that full of my loss, but I'd rather get, you know, the doors blown off than uh, yes. score a lot Same and here. lose. So Yeah, that's the worst is when you score a lot and you lose like that. Yeah, so um, poor Mike got the kiss of death for the consensus pick. Falls to 0-4. Uh, it's not going to get any easier. With Eckler, uh, presumably going back to more of a backup role, um, that had been his cash cow for a while. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens w- with that. Um, huge show. I mean, reads the surprise of the week. 250 yeah. points, basically, just under. I mean, no, no Antonio Brown now. Uh, Beckham even had a bad week. But his defense, his defense uh, came to play, and that's what really. Yeah, and he's he's top. two and two. He's only one game out of the you know, from first place. So he's yeah. still in it. Yeah. So, so we'll see, uh, we'll see going forward. Anything else from before we uh, close the books on week four? No, I'm good. No, I've got nothing. All right. So moving on to our, uh, for real or fake news, uh, segment, we're going to go through, I'm going to say a team. We're going to go off. If you think that they are for real, or if you think that this is just a hot start, that's going to fade off. Um, we're going to start when Buffalo, oh, oh, just for the record, we took out the obvious teams. Uh, everybody has a lot of faith in Kansas city, new England, new Orleans, Dallas. Um, all, all of them, all of them were you know pretty much projected to do well going into the season. So we're, we have a few teams here that we have, that we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to start in Buffalo with the three and one bills. Um, you could say, you know, they're coming off a loss, but it was a well, a well-played game by them. They kind of played the game the way they like to low scoring and with defense. So what do we think about the bills fellas? Is this something that can be sustained or are they going to, you know, do what the bills typically have done? I, um, well, anybody in the AFC is in it. I think AFC Mm -hmm. just seems kind of average besides the Patriots and chiefs, but it just depends on Josh Allen and what his health status is going to be. I mean, they still got Miami twice. I'm assuming mm-hmm. those are wins. They got the Redskins. Mm-hmm. That's a win. But they still have some tough games. Cowboys, New England. I don't. I guess Pittsburgh's not really a tough game. So I'm gonna say yeah. That I could see them sneaking in as a wild card. I think they're real. I think they're gonna uh, hang around most of the season. Um, obviously, they're not gonna catch the Patriots in the East. Um, I do have them finishing eight and eight, but just missing the playoffs. So I think they're a good team, but just not good enough this year. Um, see, we always uh, give the Patriots crap for their easy schedule, right? Six wins in the yeah. AFC East. Well, the Bills have the same. I mean, they they still get the Dolphins. They get one more versus the Jets. Um, so I, I like Josh Allen. I think he's going to take a big step forward uh, this year. And and the Patriots really, I mean, they are stacked, but they are you know one one. 40-something-year-old arm away, you know, from going south, from, from coming back down to earth in a hurry there. Um, teams that are built on defense, you're never going to be out of the game. Um, exactly. It's very rare that you're going to have a scenario where you're out of the game. So I like the Bills. I, I got a little bit higher than Phil. I got around 10 and 6. I think that they're going to they're gonna keep this together. I like that coaching staff, um, and, I, and I like the more comfortable Josh Allen gets. I hope this, this concussion – uh, situation by those dirty pats always um, <laughs> doesn't doesn't plague him this year. But I mean, he's got this week and then the bye week to heal off that. So 
I think I think the Bills could uh, could do a little bit more damage this year. All right, moving on. Them? Oh, go ahead. Who do you have them beaten? Okay, so look at that. You have Miami. That's a W. I think they can win in Tennessee if Allen plays. Uh, Washington victory. I think they can win in Cleveland. Miami again a W. They can beat Denver. Uh, and New York at the end of the year. So I don't know how many that I just gave them. Um, but of course, you know, Baltimore at home, you never know. All the home games for for Buffalo, I mean, that's a, that's a huge advantage for them. So I mean, I think I just need to get seven more wins out of twelve more games. So I mean, I, I think they. Have I think I think even six wins will get them in at nine and seven. I do too. I think it can. All righty. Who we got next on the list? All right. Next team up, Phil's Green Bay Packers. Starting off 3-1, uh, and one, taking their, their first loss on Thursday. Uh, what do we see for the Packers? A little bit of reduced offense, but the defense seems a little bit better. What do you think, Phil? Yeah, let's start with Phil since it's mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of in the same boat as the Bills. I think they're going to be good enough to get to 500, but just missed the playoffs by a couple games. Um, I actually haven't finished in third in the North, so not too excited about this season. Even though they have started pretty well and they've looked pretty good, um, I'm still not optimistic. You're calling fake news? <laughs> I am. You are fake news. I'm going to disagree with you, Phil, and it kills me to say it. As a Lions fan, I, st- I still think the Green Bay Packers, I think they're actually going to win the division. Um. <laughs> Something about them, they just always seem to hang around there. The Bears definitely have the best defense in the league, so who knows? I mean, they could probably throw Brett out there, quarterback, and win some games. So That's true. I just think that um, I look at their schedule. I mean, you got some Washingtons on there, Oakland. Sorry, Matt. Uh, they do start. They do play at Dallas this week, so that's going to be a tough one. Then they get the Lions on Monday Night Football. Uh, I, I think they're going to end up uh, ten and six and win the division. I think that division's all going to be like ten and six, nine and seven, and eight and eight. The next five games are pretty tough, though. I mean, they have at Dallas at home against I agree. Detroit. Oakland's pretty easy, I think, and then at Kansas City and at the Chargers. Well, I think they can still be at the Chargers. Chargers is one of those teams you just never know what you're getting out of them. But uh, even if they go two and three in that stretch, I still think they can eke out a ten and six because I think they're all going to beat each other up in that division. Um, Sam, looking at it, this division is the toughest for me. Uh, pre preseason, I think I had the Vikings winning and the Bears finishing at second. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to stick with that there. Um, Rogers, man, this is getting a little bit. I mean, he looked good last week, but it's starting to get a little bit worrisome. Um, he's also there. I mean, Adams is out this week. Like it's already. Oh, is he? Yeah, it's a done deal. Like he's he's they're more than likely not going to play. But when they say that on freaking Tuesday, like it's pretty yeah. much you know that's yeah, it's just, very rare that they come not. back and play. Yeah, that that uh, whatever he did on Thursday with his ankle or toe there. So, um, he he's going to be out. So that's I mean, this is going to be a, a they're going to drop to three and two if they lose at Dallas. Do think they'll beat the Lions at home? Oakland's, I don't know what to make of Oakland right now. <laughs> uh, I, I could see them, them being okay, and I could see them being bad. Uh, you are right with the with the road schedule there. Kansas City um, and the Chargers. San Francisco seems to be a little bit better. Um, 
So I, I'm actually with Phil a little bit. I don't think this is going to sustain. I got them around the eight and eight, nine and seven mark. And I think in the NFC, that's going to be pretty crowded. That might have you on the outside looking in there. Right. So next team up, we're going to stay in the North Chicago bears, the team obviously built on defense. Um, what do you guys see with the bears? I just, I don't know. I, I think, obviously, they have the defense that can just dominate and win games for them. But their offense just does not impress me at all. They've scored three, 16, and 16 points. The only game they scored more than 16 points was against the Redskins, and they're 0-4. So I think that the defense can get you to the playoffs, but is it going to get you to the next level? And I'm just not a believer in the Bears right now. I know, call me crazy. The quarterback situation or the situation there, uh, even with Trubisky mm-hmm. in the lineup, he's terrible. So, do you think they'll make the playoffs though? Um, I'm gonna say yes. They'll be a wild card, which means I think they're gonna go um, ten and six. I think they're gonna win the North. I mean, I know their offense hasn't looked great, but. If they can actually just figure out anything on offense, I mean, their defense is obviously going to be the best this season, so yeah, they're going to finish 10-6. That, that means if I got the Packers first and the Bears second, that means the Lions are going to be third? Oh, no. It means the Vikings finishing fourth. Yeah, Eric's probably cussing me right this minute while he's listening to this, but I don't know. I'm, are... still waiting for, I'm still waiting for the SOL, the same old Lions. They'll do something dumb and just fall apart. So. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, fumble on the one? On the game game winning drive? What do you mean fumble inside the five? They haven't have returned to a touchdown? Yeah, you mean yeah, they did that twice. Well Yeah, they would the never do anything like that. Not the yeah. Lions. Um uh, I like the Bears a lot. Yeah, um I really I, I love this defense. Uh Cleo Mack is just uh, taking over games. Um I trust Nagy to get this offense uh back on track more like what we saw last year. Um I don't think they take a step back with Daniel. Taking over as quarterback, uh, Trubisky seemed lost at times. Daniel seems more more composed uh, to me. So I, I think the Bears are, are going to keep going along. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them obviously win the division. Um, at the very least, that's that's a that's a wild card uh, spot for them. All right. All right. Okay. Next up, this should be fun. We have the Commissioners Niners. Uh, 3-0 and already having their bye week. What do we see out of Shanahan's Niners? Uh, go ahead, Phil. Well, I think they're for real. Um, somehow I have them finishing 14-2 and with a number one record in the NFT. <laughs> no, you do not. I do, and I don't know how. I only have them losing to um, Seattle and the Rams. Away, I guess. Actually, both of those are at home. They're going to win in the away games. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, God bless you, Phil. Oh, Phil. Now, um, Phil, I don't know. Secretly, did he just secretly tell Jeremy that he loves him? With that I gave the kiss thing? noises. Yeah, I did. Um, I uh. I, I have to say they're for real. And the only reason why I'm going to say they're for real, I don't think they're actually like a Super Bowl contender. Um, I like the defense. I'm still not sold on Jimmy G, but their schedule is cake. I mean, mm-hmm. 
They got at Washington. The Rams, they still got twice, but we saw what the Rams did this past week. Carolina, you got the Cardinals twice. Seattle, they're just, I don't know. And sorry, but they got the Falcons. That's going to be a win. Um, I, I I see them going about 11-5. and five. I really do. So I would have to say they're for real. Um, yeah, I mean, Jeremy ever wants to complain about the Patriots' easy schedule. I mean, look at this. This is nuts yeah, right now. They still get the Cardinals cake. twice. Uh, like you said, uh, Washington. Um, I'm hoping the Falcons have it together by week 15. And, and we'll actually give them a game in, in San okay. Francisco. But right now, it's, uh, yeah, right now, how could they not be heavy favorites there? Um, I don't know. I mean, Shanahan, he may be a genius because I don't, they have no wide receivers. And, and they, they have a huge, you know, no household name running backs, you know, doing the back, back committee right now. Um, the defense has taken a, a big step forward. Uh, we'll see if that was just Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh. Or if the defense has, has, has really, you know, progressed, uh, they focused a lot on their line, on their D-line. So week six yeah. at, at the Rams, that's the test. Um, if They should be able to handle Cleveland off a of bye on Monday night. But, uh, yeah, week six at, at the Rams, if they make that a close game and, and they and um, they play them tough and maybe even win, then, then, then I'll take them for real right now. But I still have them on the outside of the playoffs, even though they started 3-0. So. And I have, I have to add to that. Like right now, it says their offense is fourth in the league per game for yards per game. But I think that has a lot to do with who they played so far. So I'm not. Don't get mad at me, Clark. I just I think they're going to make the playoffs. I said they're going to go 11 and five. I just don't think they're they're going to contend with the likes of Dallas and I don't know who else. Who else is in the NFC that's really great? Dallas, New Orleans, New Chicago. Orleans. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see them getting in. I can even see them win the division, to be honest. The Rams, the Rams seem well. We'll get to the Rams, won't we? Um, we're gonna stay in the division with with uh, the next team here. Uh, we will do Seattle first. Um, I believe they're they're three and one as well, with the only loss being a home loss to the Saints. Um, Seems like a team that's always kind of hanging around, always in the mix. Uh, what do we see? They have it in them to make a, a deep run this year. I think the Seahawks are fake. They are definitely fake news. You are fake news. One of these years, that offensive line, I mean, the offensive line is bad every year, but one of these years, they're just going to get Wilson hurt. He's always back there running for his life, and he just throws the ball up to lock it, and he'll catch a 70-yard bomb or whatever. I, I just don't like them this year. Um, it doesn't even have anything to do with their schedule. Um, I don't. I just don't think they're a very good team. I, I'm going to have to disagree on that. Um, I think the Seahawks are for real. I think I'm, they're going to go 11 and five, but I do have them missing the playoffs in the NFC West. Um, but I do think they're for real, though. I think they're going to hang around for a while. I don't. I mean, okay, 11 and five team missing the playoffs. So what gets in? <laughs> Well, we get it. Don't question his right. madness. Do you want me to? Do you want me to read off the teams? If you, if, <laughs> I'm scared to say yes to that. Well, just say yes and I'll do it. Yes, what, please. Yeah, I was <laughs> Okay. <laughs> NFC West. Here we go. Of course, he, I said I had the 49ers at 14 and two. Oh, I yeah, the, Rams, the Rams at 12 and four. They're getting the wild card there. 
the South, I have the Saints winning at 10 and 6. The Bears win the North at 10 and 6. The Cowboys win the East at 13 and 3. And then the Eagles, 11 and 5, get the tiebreaker over the Seahawks. Okay. Wow. I mean, he has no. it. It starts with the ludicrousy of the Niners going 14 and 2, but at least Take he has that, a scenario. Yeah, at least he has a scenario where it plays out. But I will okay. also mention that I, I do have two one-loss teams in the NFC, so that may play a factor: the Cardinals and the Redskins. You, yeah. One-win teams. Yeah, one-win. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, one-win one teams. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So I mean, as far as the the Seahawks <laughs> go. Um, I, I think they're going to be middle of the road. I don't see the sustained. That loss to the Saints at home, when you lose like that on Bridgewater's opener, um, where they're just, you know, they're running the ball all over you, um, <laughs> that's 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 a, that's alarm bells uh, to me. So um, I had uh, preseason, I had the Rams as the only team making it from this division. Um, so I am going to stick with that and have the Seahawks on the outside looking in. And with that, we will end with the aforementioned Los Angeles Rams. Um, it's been a, a weird season. I'll let you guys go ahead and give your thoughts, and then uh, I'll close it up there. Yeah, I'm, I've got them in the playoffs. I'm not – I have to say this NFC West it could go to any of those three teams uh, besides, you know, the Cardinals I don't even consider. I, who knows? You always have that team that loses the Super Bowl that has kind of a down year the following year. And I can see that happening. Jared Goff looked terrible on Sunday, even though they put up 40 points. He just – I'm starting to get on that wagon that I'm not – he's not going to be, like, the guy that takes you over the top. Um, he's maybe a top 15 quarterback at this point. I know he had a great year last year, but I'm just not a believer. So I'm going to say they make the playoffs, but – I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Yeah, um, I, as I kind of said earlier, I have them going 12 and four in the West, so I do think they're going to get the wild card spot um, there behind the 49ers. So I think they are for real. Um, I, it's a weird season because they're three and one, but the feeling of the team is that they're coming up short of expectations. Yes, even though they're winning. They are winning. They still have both their matchups with Arizona left. Um, I mean, it is a little bit of a tougher schedule because, of course, they're going to play that first place NFC schedule from last year. What is going on with Gurley? Um, It's a pitch count that's not a pitch count. Okay? (laughs) Don't talk about the pitch count. It doesn't exist. Don't even think about a pitch count. But as you watch the games, you will see that he is on a pitch count. So... Um, well, plus the game scripts. Like last week, he didn't have a, a game. They're not going to run that, but it was 50, 55 to 40. They're not going to run that football. Um, a little bit concerned that he wasn't more involved in, in, in the uh, in the passing game. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I trust McVay. Um, I, I do also believe in the Super Bowl hangover, so I don't have them going far once they get in the playoffs. But I do have them as a three seed and, and, and winning uh, the NFC West. All righty. So, um, anything else to talk about with our uh, contenders and pretenders here? Oh, um, look at the schedule when we were doing this, or look at the standings. You notice that uh, the AFC South, all four teams are two and two. Uh, so, a little one-off question that I wanted to, to kind of pose to, to you two fellows. 
Um, what team in the AFC South do you have the most faith in going forward? Uh, Phil, I'll go ahead and start it with uh, with you here. Yeah, in the South, I, I like the Colts. I know they don't have Andrew Luck anymore. Obviously, the offense isn't going to be the same, but I still think they're a pretty decent offense with Jacoby Brissett um, under center. And, of course, Marlon Max still a pretty good back. And then T.Y. Hilton is a great receiver. Um, and really, their toughest games left are – at Kansas City, at Houston, uh, New Orleans, at Pitt- and at Pittsburgh, and that's not really a tough game. It doesn't seem like this season anyways. Um, so I think they're going to go about 10-6, and six, and I think they're going to take the South. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I disagree with you, Phil. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sorry, you and can't reason- disagree with me. Yeah, I'm allowed to disagree with you because you have the Niners going 14 and two. I mean, come on. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I like the Jags because they got the man Gardner Rico Minshew. How much you want to make a bet? I can throw a football over the mountains. The guy is a beast. He's got the best mustache in the game. The Jags, Fournette has been looking really good of late. Um, but anyways, getting back to old Rico, the quarterback, in his four games that he's been playing, he hasn't doesn't have a quarterback rating below 97. Uh, he's sixth in completion percentage, which is higher than Brady or Mahomes. Uh, the Jags are sixth in the league in rushing yards per game, and I think that's key for them to have success because that opens up the passing game for a co- new quarterback like that. Um, the defense hasn't been up to par like they usually are, but uh, I'm going with the Jags. Um, I like the Jacks, but they are a train wreck of a locker room. They're fighting with each other after they kick a game-winning field goal last week. Um, that's that's how it wrapped up in Denver. But Brett, um, Brett, Brett, they got Rico. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Hey, I I did get mentioned. Um. <laughs> I, I, I did get Minshewed uh, last week um, trying to bet against them with the Broncos, so that was foolish of me. Learned my lesson there. Um, I like the Texans. Uh, tried and true. Um, obviously, you guys know Watson is a monstrous mega power, um, so I have a lot of faith in him. Um, and and there, Bill, Bill O'Brien, I don't have much faith in the coaching staff, but – Outside of uh, of old Frank and Indy, I don't really like any of these uh, any of these coaches in in the AFC South. So, so you um, took the KDFL Houston Texans, the KDFL Houston Texas, the official team of the Canal Fantasy Football League, <laughs> the Houston Texans. Yes, um, I, I think they'll I think they'll do what they've done typically. They're always in the mix. Um, and I think with luck bowing out, and the the Colts have had a lot of injuries. With uh, T. Y. Hilton been banged up, Marlon Mack seems to have a little something nagging. Leonard Tech has been in the concussion protocol for a couple weeks now, so um, I, I think the Texans are going to kind of run away with this. And that is our real or fake news segment of of who we think that's off to a hot start is going to maintain it, and who we think is going to come back down to earth. Now we enter in to our week five predictions. You guys know the drill. I give the game in the line. These two give their predictions. We wrap it up with me and then on to the next. So we'll go ahead and start it off 
with the Las Vegas Gamblers headed to Putnam to take on the Mountain Mamas. The Gamblers are 16-point road favorites. Mr. Ruxy, what do you have in our first contest of Week 5? Well, it's been a rough start for the Gamblers so far this season. Um, they're third in points scored, but first in points against. I mean, they went up against the Kings, the Methadones, and the Gunslingers three out of the first four weeks. Um, but I do think they're going to get the win here against the Mountain Mama. I think they're just uh, too, of a high, too much of a high-scoring team. I think they should have a better record than what they do. It's just their opponents have been tough so far this season. So I think they're going to get the win here. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with Phil on this. Um, man, that Daniel Jones has looked good, hasn't he, guys? Um, that was a nice pick for Nick during the draft. I think uh, matching him up with Carson Wentz, who I think is going to have a huge game against the Jets, I like the Las Vegas Gamblers also. No, no, no. No consensus here. Um, this is my upset of the week. Feeling, I told y'all. Thielen might get it back on track versus the Giants. Um, You're an idiot. No, no, no. Listen to it. Listen to it out. Matchups, 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 people. Ryan and Hopkins are going to be in a shootout in Houston. Mountain Mamas have both of them. The Arizona matchup with the Bengals, that's also going to have a lot of points. Mountain Mamas have Murray. Mountain Mamas have Boyd. Therefore, I am giving the edge in an upset for the second win of the season to the Putnam Mountain Mamas. Wait, did you just say Matt Ryan and them are going to be in a shootout? Is that what you just said? Ryan yeah. is going to be in Houston. It's going to be a shootout. And they yeah. have exposure to him. He has Matt Ryan. He has DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, freaking A.J. Brown goes off on us, off on the Falcons. So imagine who's, what DeAndre who's Hopkins. Us? Who's us? Falcons, I said. Imagine what Hopkins. Imagine what Hopkins could do against uh, against that Falcons secondary. So I mean, I, I, the Gamblers seem like the smart pick, but I do a lot of my perfect fantasy analysis based off of matchups, and the Mountain Mamas have Bro, by if far. If you're perfect, why are you why are you not first in predictions? Because it's a marathon, not a sprint. That is okay, why. Okay. Still getting my feel for all these teams. Okay. Still, still, still getting, still learning. All their little nuances. And this tells me Mountain Mamas with those matchups. Oh, yeah, Daniel Jones looks great. He's going to Minnesota. He's going up against Minnesota. It's not going to look great this week. He's going to take a definite step back. Right. So, yeah. Well, let's let's we'll revisit this next week. We'll we see. will revisit it, sir. Mountain Mamas. <laughs> I've, been, I've been in a love-hate relationship with the Boston since the, since the draft. I'm, I'm coming. He's coming back into the fold. Uh, Mountain Mamas get their second win uh, of the season. So, next game. I hope all, the rest of these five games were just as fun as the first there. Um, we have the lonely 0-4 Marmette Midnight Riders traveling to Charleston to take on the Charleston Methadones. Methadones are 20-point favorites. Bill, what do we have here? All right, so I did a lot of research on this one. Um, and the conclusion you, I came Phil. to is... No. <laughs> the Midnight Riders will get their first win. Ooh. Just not this week. What? What was that? Just not this week. <laughs> oh, Mike! Oh, that's awesome. Oh. Actually, I really do a lot of research. I'm just going to go with the Methadones on this one. Oh. That got me, too. It got me, too. 
Phil on his weekly shots at Mike. Oh. Well, I don't I'm even know why I do it. Like, it's like yeah. not like I'm trying to do it. It's so weird. Yeah, it's not like you're trying to do it. You just did a whole setup and tease and a heel turn. No, that was all. <laughs> that was all an accident. Oh, that was, was. that was amazing. <sighs> good job, Phil. Well, that I'm was gonna good. To, I'm gonna have to agree with you, but I'm gonna give a little detail here, not just because Phil. I'm not gonna be like Phil, who just doesn't like Mike. Um, my reasoning is I don't like the matchups as Brett is big on the matchups. I think Baker Mayfield going at San Francisco. I don't like that. And, um, I, I just, I think Al or Kamara is going to have a big game for the methadones against the Buccaneers. I think Fournette's going to have a big game and who knows Wilson always like seems to show up pretty big. So I like the methadones in a, uh, in a blowout. Um, I have I have the Methadones winning, um, but I do have this marked as the possible upset of the century. Um, I, I do like a lot of a lot of what the the Midnight Riders have as as far as matchups go, but with that comes the Methadones' ability to hedge what they have going on. So like you have Baker, but Landry is the is the hedge there. So it's hard. To, I mean Baker's not going to go off without Landry getting some of that. Um, Eckler, what's his role going to be? I mean, we don't know now with with Gordon coming back and and, and working his working his way back in, into the fold. Um, so I have uh, the the Methadones winning. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot to say about this one. It'll be a big shock if 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 Mike can pull off the win. It will be a pretty big shock. But yeah, I have the Methadones winning this game. Um, next up, oh my, Hurricane. Psychologically damaged Montrose Mega Powers travel to take on the Dogtown Dobermans. Uh, Mega Powers are a 21 point favorite here. Uh, Phil, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, um, Mega Powers do have some decent matchups for most of the lineup. Um, David Johnson should run all over the Bengals, who are 32nd against fantasy running backs. Um, I think Watson will bounce back against the Falcons, um, as Brett was saying earlier there might be a shootout um and then of course reed he's down to basically one qb with roethlisberger out now josh allen probably out for a little while uh, with a concussion um so i think the mega powers get the win in this one once again i agree with phil and i don't like this um <laughs> I, I my my reasoning is uh yeah josh allen might not play so that's gonna hurt reed uh i don't like that he has ryan switzer in his lineup the guy's uh I don't know, he doesn't do anything. I don't think he's had a catch in the last two weeks, so that's pretty big. Um, I'm going to have to go with the – God, it kills me every time I have to pick you. <laughs> so I'm going with you, Brett, Montrose Mega Powers. Uh, it's a bounce-back week for Montrose. My team is fired up after taking that loss to the River Rats. I'm so sorry, Reed. You're just in the wrong place at the wrong time this week. Um, Watson is going to be in that shootout against the Falcons. I have Ridley on the other side. Phil mentioned David Johnson getting getting a piece of the Bengals. I don't like that Aaron Rodgers has to go to Dallas. Um, that's not an easy. That's not a. That's not an easy matchup. I have my beloved Montrose Mega Powers rebounding and getting back on the winning side, moving to three and two. <laughs> Next up. Detroit's Elkview River Rats, eight-point favorites, 
traveling uh, what now is a must-win game, basically, for the Rocks, Atlanta Renegades. Uh, Phil, give us your uh, breakdown of this game. Um, well, I think the River Rats have some good matchups this week. Um, he's favored. They're favored in seven out of the nine offensive positions against the Renegades. Of course, you got Lamar Jackson um, going against the Steelers. I think he's going to put up some pretty good numbers there. Um, and then Flacco, I mean, probably not going to have a great game, but I mean, I still think he's going to put up some pretty good points. And of course, Kelsey, he should have a good game against the Colts as well. So um, I think the River Rats are going to get the win here. Thank you, Phil. And I'm going to agree with you. I picked myself also this week. Eric has a lot of guys on a bye this week. He's got those Detroit Lions, so he's going to miss those guys this week. Um, and I don't trust Jared Goff at Seattle. Uh, I think he's going to have a bad game. So uh, that is why I'm picking myself. Um, yeah, I've written down, this is it. This is the the week that somebody gets the uh, Renegades on the Lions' bye, uh, where he loses. I'm glad it's me. Yeah, yeah, where he loses, and you get a stress-free week of, of watching football. So, um, yes, like you said, Jared Goff on the road at Seattle. I don't know. He's he's on shaky ground right now uh, from a confidence standpoint. Um, I love that Kelsey gets the Indy matchup. He should have should have a big day. Um, they get, um, you know, they get them them at home. Um, Eric has no other options at QB. He's going uh, one QB, and it's golf in Seattle. Um, so that's a huge disadvantage. I have the River Rats moving to four and one. Woo! Uh, next up, Phil, the Nitro Neanderthals going to Polka. Uh, I have the Polka pharmacist listed as 20-point favorites. Phil, you make your case for yourself this week? Um, yeah, I'm going to try. Um you actually just uh, gave me the breaking news that Adams isn't going to play, so I'm going to have to fix my lineup. Um, I felt the air leave the podcast when I announced that uh, little bit of information. Okay. <laughs> um, but, of course, Rivers should keep up his great season that he's having against the Broncos. Um, Melvin Gordon is going to hopefully actually be back this week, unlike last week when I had him in my lineup and he didn't do a thing because I didn't get the news that he wasn't going to play really at all. And you were still second um, highest score of the week. Yeah. Yeah, we're right, which is crazy. But that's all because Chris Godwin, though, pretty much. But um, but I do think my moment Gordon's going to get some carries here, maybe have a pretty decent game. Uh, of course, Derrick Henry, he's going against the Bills. It's not a great matchup, but I think he's going to have a good game as well. Um, and then once I get somebody in for Adams, hopefully I can get some points out of that position. And then uh, I think I'm going to go with myself in this matchup with a surprise. Nice. Nice little upset. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you. I I like the polka. Pharmacist big in this game. You got Brady. He's going against the Redskins. They're they're garbage. Um, I like uh, LJ's got Zach Ertz. He's he's going rolling out there with the two tight ends, Darren Waller and Zach Ertz. I don't know about Darren Waller going against the Bears, though. Uh, You... Phil not having Devontae Adams is going to be a big loss. Uh, that Godwin, man, he's been he's been money. So, Tyler Eifert's your tight end. So, um, yeah, I'm going with I'm the just picking myself. Yeah. Um, I'm just myself. Hopefully I can get a win. I don't know. I like it. You have confidence in your team. Did you go pharmacist, Detroit? 
Yes, I did. Okay, okay. So look at this. Uh, if Adams is indeed out for Nitro, that is a huge blow. I mean, they just said it doesn't look like he's going to play right now, but usually if you know even that much on Tuesday, it's a, it's a bad sign going forward. Um, reverse thought about Waller going against the Bears. The Raiders' offense is not going to be able to do a lot against the Bears. It's going to be checked down City. Waller is going to going to eat yeah, in that matchup. That's true. Uh, one five-yard catch at a time. Uh, and I think Mariota <laughs> will come back to earth. Um, he didn't do anything in the second half versus the Falcons. Not that he needed to, but um, but that that day he had last week was really on three passes. Um, and and we'll see with the Bills coming coming to town. I think I think there'll be a tougher defense. Um, uh, I disagree with Detroit on Eifert. Uh, I think he'll have a bigger. I think he'll exceed his projections this week. Um, the Cardinals cannot stop the, the tight end. Although I do have LJ uh, getting the win and the pharmacist. With the W. All right. And finally on to the game of the week. And Phil considers it blasphemous that we have waited waited until week five (laughs) to get the commission's gunslingers in the game of the week and in the spotlight. The Canal County Kings come to town. Gunslingers are 12 point favorites. Phil, pay your homage to the commission and tell us why he's going to win this game. Well, first of all, I don't remember saying it was blasphemous that <laughs> they weren't in the game of the week so far. But, it's it's, okay. it's, it's, it's not what you it. say, it's how you say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, of course, Patrick Mahomes, we all know he's going to put up numbers. Same with Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, you can't really stop those two guys. Um, of course, Julio Jones and Cooper Cup, they're going to have some big numbers too, I think. Um so I'm going with the Gunslingers, and I think that's pretty much all I have to say about that because I think uh, Detroit has to get to Outback, so we probably need to wrap the show up. <laughs> one time, one time. You're not going to let me live it down. People don't forget. <laughs> all right. I think this game's actually going to be closer than what most people would say. Um, what's the health of T.Y. Hilton for the Kings? I mean, is he going to play? Um, I don't like Kirk Cousins. I think everybody knows that. He's only scored – these are his points that he's scored so far, 15, 8, 13, and 7. That, to me, is trash. So, I don't like his quarterback cousins. Um, Clark, with his Mahomes and Elliott, they're going to go off. Um, for for Tim to have a chance this week, I think Rudolph's going to have to step it up. They have him uh, projected at 16 points this week. He's going to have to put over 20 points for them to – stay in this game. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with the evil commissioner and the, I was almost said it, but the Glasgow gunslingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's the uh, Kirk cousins being garbage. I can't remember if I did that or not. Um, I, I was sure going to say, I was going to say that, uh, so far my Kirk cousins having a better year than last year is off to a shaky start. I was pretty confident. I was most confident in that almost anything. So, um, we'll see. Um, looking at this, this is the best match of the year for Mixon. It will not get better than this for him going against the Cardinals. Um, so, so we'll, I'm not saying I'll have the most points I'll ever have, but rushing yards per average, I would expect this to be the game that, that he, that he really shows out. Um, I don't see Rudolph getting a check down like he did against the, the Bengals, like uh, against the Ravens. So I think they'll, I think they'll stop that. Um, we'll be interested to see what Jimmy D, Jimmy G, <laughs> does on Monday Night Football. 
Um, and of course, it's a huge uh, matchup advantage with Mahomes getting to go against Indy at home. My prediction is I'll have the Gunslingers go into four and one, uh, bringing Tim a little bit back down to earth, drop into three and two. And I, that, I would like that. I'd like to add, add something to that. I, I noticed the ESPN has the projections for Jimmy G for this week at 14-7 and George Kittle at 13-6. I think that's really low. So I think those guys are going to go above that. Mm-hmm. by at least five points a piece, probably. So I don't like these projections that they got in here. Yeah, it, yeah. it seems like ESPN a lot of times does make projections really low for some reason. I mean, it's yeah. science, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they, they have they have algorithms, people. No, uh, you cannot take uh, you can't take projections uh, too serious. Uh, some people make the mistake uh, of, you know, seeing them as low. Uh, but. That is it. That is our week five predictions. Uh, Detroit, what do you have for the people as we sign off? Well, I always have to go with Brett sucks, but mm-hmm. um, especially things more to this week. than, than yeah, most. So, I, mean, yeah. it, it, I am a person. It's just great to be me. I'm first place in my division. I'm first place in these predictions. It's just it's just great to be me. And uh, Brett, just always remember. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> this is self-esteem's taking a beating on this podcast. Uh, Phil, tell the people how they can how they can get in touch with us and any final thoughts that you have. Uh, yeah, Brett. As always, follow us on Twitter at KDFL Podcast at Phil Ruxy. You can follow Brett at Brett Still Two, and then Detroit at Detroit Eight Three Seven Four. Um, also, be sure to send us in some voice messages and reactions that you may have on Anchor. Um, and we can play those on the show. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. And we will see you next week on the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. 